Hi, everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen the Cinephile. Oh, and nope. I'm Emily, the, <laughs> the IC lover. <laughs> Did you catch that? I like IC. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there are Disney movies that you hear about all the time, like The Lion King or Toy Story. But today we're giving you our recommendations for Disney movies that you may not have heard of or maybe haven't even thought about in a while. And I believe most of these can be found on Disney Plus, or at least at the time of the recording. Are they actually sunsetting movies on Disney Plus? I don't think they are, but I don't think they've added everything yet. Yeah, they haven't added everything, but I thought I had heard they're not going to vault anything. Yeah, I don't think they are. Yeah. So if you have a subscription and are looking for something to watch this evening, we suggest one of these. So my first one is, um, you know, I think a lot of the, there's a lot of things that are kind of like in the eighties and nineties that disappear, uh, people are forgotten about that mm-hmm. were well received, but people are forgotten about. And my, one of those is flubber. Have you oh, seen yeah. that? I, yeah, I have that one, but I keep seeing the little, like, I keep seeing it appearing on my Disney plus. Like it's a reminder that I should watch it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Anything with Robin Williams. Yeah. Even if it's bad, it's good because it has Robin Williams. But this goes beyond that because it's actually good with Robin Williams. And so then it makes it exceptional Robin Williams. But it's just one of those things that I'm assuming it came out roughly in the late 90s. And it just has been lost to time a little bit, unfortunately. And I isn't Flubber a? I think it's a remake um, of an older version of Flubber. Yeah, there was one in I think the nineties or something. It had um, Fred McMurray, I believe. Was it? But yeah. So Flubber. Wait, in the you said the nineties? I wouldn't that be like no, no, no the it 70s? came out in the sixties. Sorry, yeah, sixties. Okay, yeah, sixties, seventies or sixties, yeah. So essentially, it's about a, um, it's kind of a science fiction kind of comedy kind of thing. And he's, um, Robin Williams plays the scientist, you know, and the goofy type who, um, wears a tie, a, a bow tie, that is, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, um, creates flubber. And it's the whole story about that. So, um, lots and lots of fun, 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 fun. So, and Dirty music Benson by Danny Elfman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, anything with Danny Elfman writing the soundtrack is also an indicator that it's going to be a good film. Right? Yes. Okay, that's my reminder to watch it because I keep seeing it. I'm like, the the one movie I have pulled up to talk about as the second one, it's like a suggested to watch Flubber (laughs) 2. Nice. Okay, but before I get to that, the first one I wanted to talk about is actually... I love this movie um it's meet the robinsons and oh yeah yes i still have yet to see that one i need to so good i think i like stumbled across it so it came out in 2007 um it's a cartoon and it's not like the typical disney animation or anything like that it's it's 
underrated. It's um what it's a movie though. Yeah, right? Not it's a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I stumbled across it like after it came out, probably like 2010 or something. I think it was playing on the TV, and I like watched half of it, and I was like, wait. I need to watch this entire thing. So, and it has become one of my favorite underrated movies. So perfect topic. Um, but it's basically about, it's based on a picture book called a day with Will with Wilbur Robinson, which I did not know this. I've hmm, the article pulled up on my laptop right now reading it off, but yeah, it's based on a picture book actually. Um, but it's the story is about this, um, orphan named Lewis and he really really wants to be adopted um, but he just can't f- seem to find the right family um, but he's super super smart and talented and he enters into his school science fair but um, at the fair he gets kind of gets intercepted by this random kid um, with the last name Robinson Wil- or first name Wilbur last name Robinson and he basically kind of this new kid he kind of ruins the science fair for lewis in a way um and so his whole life gets turned around and then he ends up being taken to the future by wilbur because wilbur reveals that he's from the future and then lewis goes on this whole adventure and meets like a bunch of crazy like family members of wilbur and there's like musical frogs they come across a t-rex who makes a joke about his arms how his arms are too small to do like to scratch his head or like to like do anything um it's a really funny movie with a lot of like twists that you wouldn't necessarily expect that make it so much better um it's just it's a lot of fun it's like a feel-good movie for sure the ending is i love the ending Nice. Man, yeah, I need to watch this. I've heard so many people say so many good things about that movie. You it know sounds what? really it, good. Th- th- there's a period of time for Disney, like around 2000 to 2010. I call it the Melise era. Mm-hmm. That it's, there was a lot of, a lot of, I, I almost like mediocre Disney films that were coming out. And it's because they had kind of lost their way. And every once in a while, there was a few gems in there, but, but because everyone was kind of, you know, you know, just because they were all kind of mediocre, people kind of weren't able to find the gems in the dirt, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And so that, that's the way I feel about a lot of these films. It's like in the early 2000s, it's just like they were just lost amongst the, um, lost amongst the weeds. So yeah. Yeah. Well, mine is kind of from that same time period. So mine is Muppet Treasure Island from 1999. And have you guys seen this one before? Yeah. (laughs) I love this one so much. It's so ridiculous. I'm a closet Muppet fan, so. Mm -hmm. Man, I don't think I've seen it. And I love the Muppets. (laughs) It's like, so basically it takes the story of Treasure Island, but puts a very very Muppet spin on it. So um, different things happen. Like you have Rizzo the rat who is holding like a cruise while they're sailing to uh, treasure Island. And it's just, it's so ridiculous. You have, um, you know, like all, all the, the main Muppet characters are there. Miss Piggy at one point plays this like marooned, beautiful, like, 
person that I think that the people who live on the island think that she's a goddess or something. I don't know. It's just, it's so ridiculous. It has just, you know, crazy antics and it has Tim Curry playing long John Silver. And he's just so, so good in that role. And I love me some Tim Curry. He's just amazing. Right? He makes everything like 100% better. So, yeah, it's really good. It's, yeah, it, it came out, I forget if it came out before or after they did uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. But if you liked that one, you probably will like this one. They did the same um, way of taking the material in the book and then just putting their own spin on it and it is entertaining it has some really funny songs there's one in fact that is perfect for right now it's called cabin fever and it's just like everybody going nuts because the ship hasn't moved in days because the wind has been just perfectly still so like i think even my sister and i are like thinking of that song right now during this time of covid so yeah it's really really good highly recommend it super funny good for all ages I, are you guys watching Muppets now by chance? I've watched a couple of them. They're no. not bad. <laughs> They're okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's they haven't quite refound the charm that they had in would that be the early 90s or late 80s? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, they it's just not quite what it used to be and i like how they're trying to modernize it by using internet and you know computers and stuff like that but it's just somehow just wanting a little bit still yeah anyways i feel like some segments are stronger than others like i really like the cooking segments those are really funny yeah yeah but like the miss piggy lifestyle lifestyle one is kind of yeah it's just like lots of times just play on words or yeah, just not quite right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think okay. the the part with Scooter hits a little too close to home for us. <laughs> a lot of like, is this done yet? Is that done yet? And it's like, ah. <laughs> so that yeah. part's a little like, oh, this is entertaining. This is too close. But, I, yeah. I just, I, I guess I love the Muppets so much. I just want them to have something. Like, I, I just want them to have like a tent pole again, you know, yeah. just to, to, to reintroduce themselves to a younger generation. And, and a, a lot like I w- really want Bugs Bunny to come back, like yeah. Bugs Bunny Ooh, and Daffy Duck and yeah. all those guys. Um, so, I mean, because my daughter doesn't know who Bugs Bunny is. <gasps> really? Oh, oh that's yeah, so this- sad. Well, used to be, you know, when you were a kid, they would show lots of reruns in the morning, right? right. Mm-hmm. So on Saturdays, and um, they don't show Bugs Bunny anymore. Wow. And they don't show Daffy Duck. And they haven't created, I mean, the last kind of things I remember are like Animaniacs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they really haven't utilized those IPs. And I was just like, wow, we, we need to bring these guys back. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally made her watch Space Jam or something. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Aren't they making <laughs> another one? Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. But so she finally figured out because I actually have some Fiesta wear that actually has Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, um, Porky Pig, and I forget. Oh, Tweety Bird on them. Oh, or maybe nice. Sylvester. And the thing is, just like, why does this say sucker and thuff, sucker and thuffkatash? You know, whatever. Oh my goodness. And, yeah. And it's like, oh my God, you don't know what this is. And she goes, why does mom get the rabbit and I get the pig? No, that's Bugs Bunny. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Man, I want to watch that one, rewatch Space Jam also. Yeah. yeah. They're great, Aww. great movies, guys. Okay. So, um, oh, well, we've all shared our first want- ones. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So let's take a quick break and then we'll be back for our second round of movies. Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals, and we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Let's continue with these gems of recommendations. Um, I guess I'll go first since I've reintroduced us back. So I have the one that Flubber was suggested under for me uh, is actually for Turner and Hooch. Have you guys oh watched it? Yes. I'm no. assuming that. Has. Okay. Um, to be transparent, I have yet to watch this, um, but my mom actually just watched it like a week or two ago, and she <laughs> was raving about it because it's uh, it's one of Tom Hanks's first movies, I think, or like yeah. it's one of his early movies. It's huh. from 1989, and it's about um, how he Tom Hanks he's this super neat detective, like OCD level like neat detective and then i guess he has to solve a crime and the only um the only witness is this huge dog named hooch sorry <laughs> turner turner is tom hanks <laughs> so uh so hooch and then i guess he doesn't have they don't have a place to put the dog so then he has to take home the dog and it's a huge dog that just wreaks havoc and it's very neat. It's home. the most oh, slobbery no. dog you've ever seen in your whole life. <laughs> and I looked up what kind of dog it was and it's called, I'm going to butcher the name because I think it's French. Um, it's a dog de Bordeaux, but oh. it's like this huge dog that's like 110 plus pounds and it's like a super muscular build. Um, so yeah, just imagine that kind of dog like running around your house if you're oh, a man. super neat freak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, I, from my mom, she was raving about it. So now that I know it's on Disney plus, I will be watching that just to like, see what is so funny. Um, because it's like a story about like man, dog friendship. There's romance in there. It's comedic. It's just like a good movie. And my mom is like, she, she, it's, she's on a high, um, what's it called? like a high level of not every movie pleases her. So, mm. so she's, she's got like the fact that this movie had her laughing and awake the entire time. That's like a big deal. Nice. People hmm. forget that Tom Hanks started out in essentially sitcoms on television. Non-serious oh, really? kind of sit. Have you seen bosom buddies? No. Yeah, no, I haven't. I've seen oh, perfect strangers. God. That's why I'm thinking of. I haven't okay. seen Bosom Buddies. Maybe it will show up on Disney Plus eventually because it was on ABC. Uh-huh. And what it is, is that him and one of his buddies are trying to find somewhere to live and they can't find anywhere to live. Um, I think that they can't afford or whatever, whatever. And they find the perfect apartment, but it's in a women's apartment. I think it's in New York City. So they. <laughs> 
cross dress so they can take this apartment. So him and his buddy live in this apartment and they <laughs> dress like they come from uh the go- the the way they dress is like golden girls dresses kind of stuff. Oh man. <laughs> and so they simultaneously are romancing two young ladies who live in the place and they're also the two young ladies best friends in some ways too. As mm. their female versions. <laughs> so I mean it's it's just this ridiculous concept but it's just it had two seasons and it's just them doing you know it's just like if you saw tom hanks and it's like why would he ever do this kind of drivel and it's just you know some you know that's how some people start is with you know very humble beginnings so anyways bosom buddies go check it out nice (laughs) well at least find clips of it on youtube or something like that my next one actually has to do with Tom Hanks, too. Oh. So I chose um, Saving Mr. Banks, which came out in 2013. And it's one that's kind of really a good time to watch it because since this year Disneyland is celebrating its 65th anniversary, it's kind of fun to go watch the movie and see how they recreated Disneyland in the 60s. And um, it's just it's such a good movie. It's really neat to see all the thought and effort. And some of the drama that went into making Mary Poppins and um, just the whole story between, um, you know, Travers and and her father and her family and everything. Like, it's a bit of a tearjerker. And also to hear a little bit about um, Disney's family and kind of how he related to her as well. But it's also just so neat to see that kind of retro, like, oh, this is what... The studios looked like back in the day. This is what Disneyland kind of looks like back in the day. So it's just an interesting movie that I think people kind of forget about sometimes. Yes, I totally agree. I think I watched it. Mm, was it on Netflix? I think it, I found it on in. Netflix a while yeah. ago. Uh, yeah. So I, it was really cool. Exactly what you said, Jen, like how they kind of wove the, it, it's almost like a documentary, but not. Um, yeah. And a- the story. It's awesome. It's a it's semi. It's a uh, what do you call it? It's like a elaboration. Uh, it I don't know. It's it's not. Is it perfectly, like a, like fictional history? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think they fictionalize some of it because it's not completely accurate to make it into a good workable storyline. Mm-hmm. But much mm-hmm. of it is is very much true. So yeah, those two did not get along. No. Yeah, it was crazy to yeah. think. I don't know, like that he finally convinced her. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Connected. Yeah, yeah that storyline that they kind of wove in was awesome. That was like crazy. I watched it twice just to like relive it again. <laughs> so good. So I guess I'll go with my last one, and I've said this over and over again, so it may be of no surprise to anyone, but. If you have not seen it, you got to go see Sky High. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to do that one. <laughs> or should I do? Okay, should, too, too readable? I got one other one. Okay, yes. Okay, forget about Hole. I mean, forget about Sky High. We're going to go with Holes. Yes, I, I love also Holes. Need to How do you I know, call myself a Disney fan and I haven't seen all these movies? Oh, geez. This is sad. You haven't seen Holes? <laughs> no. Okay, so I mean... I'm not, I didn't know this. Maybe Holes was written after I was a kid, but Holes is a story um, that takes place about this kid who 
actually is wrongfully um, accused of doing something, and he's sent to essentially a prison camp. And all day long and all night long, essentially, they make these kids dig holes in mm. the ground for some reason at this prison camp. And there's a mystery as to why all these kids are digging holes in the ground. And he, um, and it's also about this kid's relationship to the other kids there and making friends and such like that. But what's most interesting is this is the first movie I've ever seen with Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Shia yeah, LaBeouf. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how you yes. pronounce it? Shia yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he's like in his early teens, if not, you know, mm-hmm. even younger. And when you see this film, it's just like you can really, really see his acting chops of what an amazing yes. young actor he's. I mean, it's just like a, for, a foreshadowing of what he's going to become. Um, not the crazy part, the, the good <laughs> actor part. Yeah. So, anyways, go give that one a try. I need to. That's, That's one that, awesome yeah. Movie. I love that movie too. I guess movie. kids read it in grade school now. Yeah, it's, um, I remember the book, mm, can't remember the author, but I've read other books by that author. I never read Holes for some reason, but it was definitely like in the, like my elementary school library and it was a very popular book. 1998 is when the book was written. I just looked it up because my daughter's currently reading it, of reading it for oh, elementary school. Nice. Yeah. And it's one of those things where so much of the stuff when you read in elementary school is just like, oh, yeah, I read that when I was a kid. Oh, I read that as a kid. It's like holes. Isn't that the Disney movie? You know, so. <laughs> Man, I wish we had that when I was in elementary school. We had like Bridge to Terabithia and that was so sad and depressing. Like, that was really yeah. sad. Has, uh, has your daughter seen the movie? then no she has not so this is like reading the book is going to be her first exposure and then she's gonna like compare see what is kept in the movie (laughs) yeah do you know what she has been reading she's a big reader and she reads all the books and then lots of times it's like let's go watch the movie and every single time she's like her old dad and she's like so disappointed when she sees the movie (laughs) so um she's seen uh she read artemis fowl Mm. saw the movie went eh, they took the first two books and it was okay and then Aww. she read harry potter yeah. it's like they lost all the secondary storylines dad you know so it's like so it's very interesting to see how much she likes the books and and she enjoys watching the movies for what they are but she's like they forgot this and they didn't do this and you know it's it's very interesting to see um how much she thinks realizes that books are told us the whole story Mm -hmm. yeah nice i think those are all some pretty good suggestions so you know let us know if you have any suggestions that you think we should watch and for now that does it for this episode of main street uci thank you for listening be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast and you can find us on instagram and facebook at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We love to hear from you. And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. You can find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'd love to see you next time. 
Bye. Bye. Bye.